welcome to That's a Chunky. I am here with uh, James, and we are very lucky to be joined by the fabulous Waiter Brothers. Um, actually, we are we are lucky to be joined by um, WGN's Josh Friedman and its brother, AJ Friedman. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate it. And um, yeah, AJ doesn't really have any official title right now he's just josh friedman's brother which is no cool. he's, but he's my he's my short brother too so that's important yeah I'm not, people I'm are sure. yeah people are gonna know where he fits in at the end of this um I, I think this is gonna be like i think you should leave hall of fame first ballot um winner for aj so maybe at the end uh it'll be like we're here with aj um and he's brother. the true diehard to be fair he he's the one that got me into the show He's an actual comedy writer. Like he knows what he's talking about. So I'm just messing with him because he's my little bro. Yeah. And I know how to work my computer camera. So that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, so, I mean, I think every fan of, I think you should leave has the, um, the same first question. Well, well to backtrack, you guys created this amazing, um, I think you should leave themed clip. Um, that uh, Josh appeared to just be doing like a normal um, sports highlight package. Um, and what, what I've seen online is about two minutes, just over two minutes. And you worked in at least 17, I think you should leave references. I think it might be more, but I was um, counting as, as I went. Um, so, but, I mean, the real question is how did, how did this happen organically? Like were, were you guys together for dinner one night and, so um basically the season three came out right and as i mentioned aj i would consider a super fan and and so we you know just been going back and forth on the sketches we like and you know all, all the memeable content and quotes and it just kind of hit me that i was like this would be an awesome themed sports cast and obviously as my day job as a sports anchor i kind of have autonomy to do what i want you know to a point right you know and I was like, I, I think I can work in a bunch of these these quotes from the show and and moments and kind of make it as seamless as I can. And I told AJ and he's like, yeah, you should totally do it. And then we started to bounce ideas off each other. So like probably a couple of days before. And then I, I figured, all right, a Saturday would be the easiest because it's chill around here at the station and we're going to have a preseason football game. We're going to have some baseball. So there's like content that i can definitely relate to the show and so that's kind of the the way it started snowballed from there and then i just started thinking of of things that were in the show that i knew i wanted a reference that could easily kind of transfer to the sports world i think one that i gotten a lot of good feedback in uh has been uh you know that price point he can hit and i was like i mean that's so easy <laughs> to put into a football game so or once, baseball. I, once i had that down i was like that's that's perfect and i think uh you know you guys counted yeah 17 i think it was around 17 18 um, different references. And the post was about two minutes and 20 seconds of my sports cast. The sports cast was a little longer than that, but because of the Twitter limits. And so there was actually okay. one golf clip that did not make the Twitter. Uh, I think we posted on Instagram, AJ, and, uh, and on Reddit as well. But um, on the Twitter post, uh, it got left out. It was a golf clip. And there were two more references, one to uh, Dan Flashes and the Shops in the Creek, and then uh, <laughs> Phil Mickelson hits a ball from the middle of the fairway and just this huge chunk of turf comes out. I'm like, that's a chunky. So that was, <laughs> you know, unfortunately didn't make it on the Twitter, but that's another one we had. Amazing. Amazing. 
what was the like uh turnaround time all considered between like you know when you decided this is the one you're gonna fit them all into and when you like finished you know scripting um, yeah. it out so obviously and, and and to make sure to clarify like this was a live 5 p.m sportscast that like i do every week so this was you know you're you're live on tv you have like one take basically you know if i if i messed up i messed up and that's kind of what you got to live with and and so like because the games are going on that afternoon i don't know what the plays are going to be until they happen so i have ideas and references in my head and then you know aj's throwing ideas and he's running lines for me that he thinks would be great and then i'm like all right here's i like literally look at the plays from the bears preseason game and i'm like all right these are the plays we're going to run aj what do you think these you know would be great with uh to to have lines from the show and he looked at the clip and he's like, all right, this, this is going to work for this and, and so on and so forth. And so the turnaround time from when the games actually were going on um, to the time we made air was a couple hours. So, so not wow. much, but, um, and then even up until like the last hour, like there were still baseball and golf going on. So really like up until the last 30 minutes, I was still writing and still bouncing ideas off each other. So, I mean, AJ, what, what do you think about like how you've, you looked at the last uh, couple of days before the sportscast and ideas that were going through your mind. Yeah. I mean, well, the funny part about the whole thing is that for those who don't know anything about inside baseball stuff about sports broadcasting or being a news anchor in general, it's like you're writing this stuff until the last second. And Josh literally didn't give me anything to look at anything to even write off of until 45 minutes before he aired. Oh, wow. So, I mean, we were writing uh, blind jokes, basically. Just like, okay, if there's a long yeah. catch, we're going to put in this quote. If there's mm. a baby in the stands, we're going to put writing blind, which is, I guess, from like a writing standpoint, your biggest nightmare. Uh, but this is just a testament to like what Josh does every day. I don't know how he does it. Uh, and also talking about him having one take. I mean, if this was me, it's like, I'm rehearsing this for days. I'm trying to get, you know, as much practice as possible and trying to like get the timing right and doing punch ups and all that. And Josh is like, no, I'm going to write it 25 minutes. Before <laughs> one time and hopefully not fuck it up. And that's exactly what he did. So, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, the, the toughest part was not swearing because there's so many good lines, obviously, that be a, a not safe for work version. And AJ was like, dude, just say freaking and I'll bleep it out. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I feel great about that, but that would be like another version uh, that is, is the not safe for work one. And actually real quick about the baby, AJ, um, my producer had a different opening shot. He just went open with Justin Fields. And then I was like scanning the videos from the game, the highlights and stuff. And I was like, that's a, that's a kid. I got to use it. I got to put this baby in and make a Bart Harley Jarvis joke somewhere. And so I like told him, actually, we're going to start with this different shot and he was like whatever you want so i mean and that is the collaborative method too with uh, my work i have a producer i have an editor so it's not just like me doing everything but at the same time you know that day i knew i was going for this themed sports cast so i wanted to work in as many kind of wacky stuff as i could and and my producer to his credit was was very on board with it so it was cool I love the creativity, like with the baseball game, I would have been crushed that there wasn't a triple, but I like the way you guys made it work, um, relating it to the double. And um, by the way, triples is best. Great for basketball season too. Um, 
Yes. So, yeah. That's another thing. It's like, again, that reference and AJ could probably say the same thing. It was like, that's one we had like written down, like, all right, triples. That's an easy <laughs> reference for sports. And I was, I was honestly watching the Cubs game being like somebody hit a damn triple. And, and when <laughs> obviously the, the double happened that drove in the run, I was like, all right, we're going to make this, we're going to make it work this way. And I can still say the reference. And because I don't know, at least from my perspective was, I know the majority of the viewing audience has never seen the show. And, you know, even people that have probably don't get all the references to the fact, you know, the point that you guys obviously host a podcast, you're super fans and the people listening are, are the same, but I wanted to still make it where, all right, if some, you know, average Joe and, and Jane are watching the five o'clock news and they see this guy doing a sports cast, they're like, that kind of sounded weird, but like, at least, you know, it made somewhat sense. I wanted it to flow <laughs> like a normal sports cast with just like kind of inside baseball drops, you know, for those that, that were catching on immediately kind of knew what was going on. But for others, they were like, all right, that might've been something that he was trying to do that and get, but it didn't totally yeah, disrupt I, from their watching the sports cast. Yeah. I think if you go back to the days of like, um, you know, Kenny main, um, you now you just have carte blanche to say anything because his stuff was so like non sequitur. Um, yes. that, yeah. Like the people who it's like the norm, the normies who don't know will never know. Um, yeah. But the people who know, um, AJ, did you have something you were like dying to use that you just couldn't make it work? Um, I'm not dying to use. I mean, like Josh said, I really wanted him to swear, or at least pretend to swear. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to get fired, basically. Yeah, well, that's the thing yeah. is, Josh's goal with this was to like be funny and go viral, and my goal with this was to get him fired. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had multiple friends ask me, they're like, "How is he allowed to do this?" And I was like, "Because no one, it's no one knows what he's saying. No one knows what he's referencing." Right. And Josh's credit, like he can literally make anything sound like it's a professional sports broadcast like, yeah this is not the first time we've done this at least well this is to like the fullest extent but like there was a time i don't know a couple of years ago really like covid where josh was broadcasting from his bedroom because of covid and i happened to be visiting in chicago and i was he's in the room next to me i can hear him through the wall while i'm watching the television <laughs> on tv and i'm like josh just at the end of this next clip, this is like him in between commercials. I was like, Josh, in, in this next clip, like, can you just throw in a, a meow? Like, just like a right meow uh, in, this, in this next clip. And I, I go, and 30 seconds later, he's on live TV in front of all of Chicago. And right before he, like, cuts to commercial, he's like, and we'll be back right now. And <laughs> no one says a single thing about it. And I was crying laughing. So good for you, man. <laughs> and, and that yeah, and that so sort of it's fun. yeah that brings up the question like is this the first sort of themed um like set of clips you've done have you ever done one based on some other show or or movie um this is the first for a show i've done so i used to work in a much smaller tv market where i thought i could get away with more um <laughs> probably to an extent i could and I, and especially I'm like, you know, I was, I was much younger and you're working the weekends in kind of a small town. And, and at some points, you know, the high school highlights and the local, you know, uh, fast pitch, you know, baseball team are kind of, kind of getting a little, uh, a little stale, a little dull. So you kind of try to spice it up. So I did one where I just made my buddy who worked at a different TV station, decided to jam in as many Beatles song references. I think I got 30 in a five minute reference, five wow. minute sports cast. And then much more niche. I, I really like the band Walk the Moon. 
And so at the time they only had like one album. So it was like 12 songs. And I think I put all 12 references in a sports guest. So stuff like that, where um, it, it, it provides a creative challenge for me personally. Like, again, it, it, sports is, is great. I love working in sports. That's why I, I've done it for as long as I have. And it's my passion. And at the same time, like sports, the monotony of the day in, day out reporting on the games can get a little stale. So it's like, all right, how do you kind of have more fun with it? And, and I love writing and, and AJ loves comedy and writing as well. So it was like, this is a perfect opportunity to kind of combine forces. And um, I think AJ, our dream would be like one day just being like a comedy writing duo and uh you know that's maybe maybe a different life uh, but but aj aj's got experience you know where he's worked in in writers rooms as a, as a pa but still like getting to work on shows like the good place and veep where he's been around amazing writers and people and he he, he hosted at usc a stand-up comedy show every week and who were some of the big names you've had on that aj when my college stand-up comedy show eight years ago i don't know yeah but you guys had some some people that ended up having Netflix specials and toured. Yeah, well, I, it's, I, there's a couple of people on my show that have been in, I think you should leave. I think like, I knew like Brandon Wardell, like 10 years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, she's been in a bunch of, I think you should leave sketches. Good for that guy. He's really funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I worked on Veep and, you know, Sam Richardson is in that show and he's amazing. Uh, so that's, that's, that's about my only connection to, I think you should leave. <laughs> Yeah. Getting people coffee who've, who've been in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, James, where are we going from here? What, what do we, um, I know you have a lot of questions. Yeah, I guess, well, um, were there any, like, I get, well, one, uh, Josh, were there, like, did you, did people know that you were going to be cramming these in, like other people, you know, producing the show or like people on, <laughs> behind the camera or anyone anything like were there people there seeing this and and enjoying it as you're doing it or was was were you the only one in on the joke there while you're doing this that's uh, funny so i did let my my sports producer that day know i was going to kind of do this theme sports guest so he didn't like look at my scripts and be like why does this not make any sense or what <laughs> what are you saying here and that's totally fair and so i clued him in and also because again we were working on what the the highlights should be so i was like i i want you know a clip of this baby i think we should have you know this clip of the of the strip sack here and the interception and all these things that could work it work in the show references and then um that was the only person that knew at, at wgn and my first highlight was the bears game and then we have a sound bite and in that sound bite the the producer of the newscast is in my ear he's like dude that was awesome like he like picked it up and he was a fan and he's a fan of the show. So again, it just depended on like how much you knew of the show going in to understand what the references were. And I think one of the guys on the, on the set, either running the teleprompter or, um, you know, running the, the floor direction of the cameras. He, he also kind of was like, oh, I, I see what you're doing there. Um, and then, you know, once we posted the, the clips online, I was thinking like, you know, people would, like it that liked the show and it would you know maybe a couple people pick it up and so as you guys know the internet you you never really get a hundred percent hit rate with anything like people are always going to be like oh this is shit and this sucks and whatnot but this was like the only thing i've ever put out there of any of my work that i pretty i'm pretty sure got a hundred percent hit rate of like <laughs> people enjoyed it which was cool and you guys obviously the, the i think you should leave memes twitter page which is like seventy thousand followers like you guys were the first big big ones that that picked it up and, and retweeted it so that kind of exploded from there and 
and it was pretty cool. Biff Whiff commented on it on, on Twitter, which was great. And and then I, I learned quickly who of my friends like the show and who <laughs> have no idea what the hell it is. And so that was interesting, too, because people were like, oh, that, that seemed to be cool, but I didn't get it. And I'm like, yeah, you got to watch the show. <laughs> I, I do have to um, throw out – I loved it like 99%, but I just have to throw out one minor critique um, because it was something I was criticized about myself. Um, we were lucky to have uh, Bob McDuff Wilson on the show, who's Professor Urabe, uh, and he gave me a real schooling because I said, give me that uh, instead of give me dat. Um, uh. Yeah, and he, he really, he held me, he held me to the fire on that one. Um, but I just and that's wanna... another one, Kevin, I, I was saying that's another one where I, I could have done the whole voice too and like really <laughs> gone into character, but I was a little weary of doing that on the live show, to be honest, I, you know, and give me dad is, is a little bit, um, yeah, no, I get you know it. what I mean? Like I, I didn't want to quite go and say dad. So I was just like, I'm just going to say, give me that. It's, and it's going to be close enough, I think for people that watch the show. So thank you for um, pointing out that he, he prefers the, you know, he preferred the actual meaning of, of what he said in the show <laughs> and, and the, the correct dialect, which is fair. But the uh, the fifty five burgers seamlessly into the two touchdowns, I thought I thought was amazing. Um, and I, I think from here on out, anytime you give a stat line, <laughs> like for any sport throughout, it should just be at the end, you know, fifty five burgers and then whatever whatever the stat line is. I'll try to work that in as much as I can. Yeah, just new new WGN policy. Um, AJ, do you think do you think you can help make that happen? I feel like you could. Um, could keep an eye on that for us yeah i'll do my best and try to you know push this guy to to really go all out and show his true potential but you know <laughs> even, even with the gimme that i was i was upset about that i was like come on do the, do the bunch <laughs> <laughs> um it was again that whole not get fired versus get fired it's you guys are kind of at odds i was towing the line you know yeah and I, I, to be fair like i didn't think i would ever get fired or have repercussions from this and in, in fact like management hasn't said anything to me so i think that's a good thing but um and you know the only thing you really could not only thing but you just don't want to swear on the air that's that's a no-no and you know I, I, that was the one line i was like not going to try to test but other than that <laughs> there's plenty of lines from i think you should leave in three full seasons that i could uh work in without having to to cross that line yeah you don't want to do the Ron Burgundy um, <laughs> go viral um, and lose his job. I don't know. You know, that's, that's a trade-off I wasn't willing to make. Yeah. So um, we, we ask everybody on the show and some people actually weasel out of this one. Um, but we'd like to know your favorite sketch from either the entire series, or if you want to be a little squirrely, you can go just season three. Mm. Um, uh, season two was my favorite personally. Um, okay. I think like just the the combination of like the um, Dan Flashes and mm. the Haunted House, um, the, like that was one I really wish I could like do more with the Haunted House. But like, there's just again, didn't, didn't quite say a lot of that on live television unless it was like after midnight or something. But you did um, do wor worst day at, at his job, which was right. I, I got it. I got in what I could there. Yep. Yeah. And then, and honestly, I think the one me and AJ probably repeat the most to each other is just like the sloppy steaks and Trefani's and that mm. that whole sketch. Like I used to be a piece of shit. Like all, I mean that that whole five minutes. And I rewatched it recently too. And I'm trying to get my wife into it, and she's she doesn't quite get the humor. Yeah, so it's not happening. Like, all right, forget it. Never. Yeah. It's like how many uh, times 
we've tried to show our father this show and he's literally falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> my um my sister was like, Your your mom like mom and dad are watching, I think you should leave, and they like it. And I was like, Oh wow. So I I sent a text to my dad and he was like, Your mom likes it. <laughs> uh, uh, AJ, what, what's your uh, favorite? Yeah, well, uh, to be stereotypical, probably Bones and Their Money, Robert Palin's. I mean, that's just through and through. Probably what like took it took me from like a casual fan of the show to being like, wait, this is something different yeah. and more. And has been. I mean, this is what season one, twenty nineteen. This was like the. Sh- the one sketch that I saw more people like show it, like when I was in writers' rooms, like people would like pull this up to stop the workday and be like, "You have to yeah. watch this sort of thing." Um, so that's when I knew that I was like, "Okay, this is like, you know, one of the funniest things I've ever seen." Uh, more of like a wild card choice, uh, maybe like like a TC Tuggers type of thing, mm, or like a, a really like funny sketch. sketch, something like that. Yeah, yeah, we had on. Uh... Jesse Robinson was one of our first guests um, who's sort of like the red haired guy in the commercial part of it. Um, and I just can't get enough of the, the TC Tuggers commercial. Um, <laughs> yeah. Been a, little, been a little while since I've watched it though. Um, and the, the perfect so, like spinoff of like the Riverdale, uh, like the show too, like the, the straight <laughs> actors that were in it as like the teenagers that clearly are like probably 25 like that all the little touches that they do on the show like yeah. and i think that to a point of the the new the new season with the um uh the bachelor ripoff right and the zip line like there's still way yes. they get all the little details if you've watched the bachelor it's so good yeah they they i mean they nail the when they're parodying something, it starts out looking identical to the thing that they're parodying, like to uh, an incredible degree, like the, the Bachelor stuff. Um, the, the, you know, uh, the even just the infomercials, like the infomercials, yeah, like yeah, could be on like you know a random channel at two a.m. Right. Yeah, it's incredible, incredible attention to de- detail, and that's some of the, to me that's some of the like funniest stuff is the way that it. Riley completely reproduces these like these things um, and like the small talk that leads into meetings and everything like that is like it's not even jokes but it's so funny um yeah I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna segue a little bit uh, AJ's wearing his 96 bull shirt um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm assuming a big Judd Bushler fan um, presumably. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just want to, I, I lived in Chicago for four years, so I'm, I'm not even going to claim to be like, uh, entrenched resident, but, um, I do try to keep an eye on Chicago sports. Um, and obviously Josh, it's, it's your job to, um, be on top of things. Um, how, how is sort of like the, um, are we optimistic right now about Chicago sports? I know you guys have suffered with some. Uh, downtimes with some of the teams. How, how are we feeling about? I, I'm gonna start. How do we feel about the the Bulls right now, Josh? I know you might not be able not be able to say everything you think, but AJ, are, are we feeling good about the direction of the the Bulls? Uh, I I don't want to let you down. I am I am a the, the casual sports fan. Okay. Uh, not that I don't have opinions, and I, I do watch sports 
pretty much every day of my life. Uh, but Josh is going to be the go-to guy here. But in terms of both, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a Cubs guy right now just because Cubs are making a run at the at least the wild card. Uh, so that's kind of where my mind frame has, has been at. In terms of the Bulls, all I really know is – uh Stephen a smith and lonzo ball are really just going at it online these days so <laughs> they they are I'm, I'm team lonzo uh and and i i think deep down he's the injuries because of the the big baller shoes i'm i'm in on that conspiracy i can get behind that one yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah, tell me about the bulls uh so yeah the bulls there's a lot of frustrations about most Chicago sports teams now, to be honest. I think to your point, AJ, about the Cubs at least being pretty good over the last couple months, like there needs to be some hope in Chicago sports because we're recording this the day after the White Sox just fired their front office. And, you know, the Bears, there's some hope about Justin Fields, but they also won three games last year. Blackhawks just finished with one of the worst records in franchise history, though they did get kind of a dart, so that's exciting. And the Bulls are kind of in this, like, purgatory of the NBA where they are going to be at best like a four or five seed in the East, maybe, you know, if they're lucky and more, more than that, you know, more, more likely than that, probably like a play in team like last year. And it's very appropriate for, for Bulls fans to be upset because like they hated Gar Pax and then they mm-hmm. got their wish and they were fired. And then, Carter Chauvis comes in and Eversley and they get really good all of a sudden with Lonzo Ball, as you mentioned, and with DeMar DeRozan. And then Lonzo gets hurt and then they're back to being trash. And so it's like, all right, of course, like and there, a lot of people have turned on the front office pretty quickly. Like there was that enthusiasm and jolts like the first year. And then now it's like, all right, they, they want the Bulls fans, I think, want change again. So um, the fact that they have never made a um, – NBA Finals since the Jordan days and only made the conference finals once. I mean, we can only live off the last dance so, so many times now. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun to watch, but I'd rather watch the real Bulls in present day get back <laughs> to, uh, uh, you know, a deep playoff run. So, yeah, post-Jordan, it's been it's been tough for, for Bulls fans. They've had, the, they had a few Derrick Rose years, which was great, and then he gets hurt. And so that's kind of been the theme, like, oh, fun team, really great, and then the star player gets hurt, or one of the star players. Or we trade him like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's tough. I, I will throw out on the intersection of sports and comedy. Um, Ao Desumu had a nice run on an episode of Southside, which I thought was a pretty funny show. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Um, and I, I know, I know, there's sort of a lot of, um, you know, you, the clip, the clip you guys do has a Justin Fields to DJ Moore um, touchdown reception. So that's got to give a little bit of optimism to Bears fans, maybe. Yes. Yeah. DJ Moore. DJ Moore is um, like the hottest Bears player in a long time. Like meaning he is he got a hundred percent approval rate from Bears fans. Like they are so happy to have a wide receiver that can hopefully be Justin Fields, like what AJ Brown did to Jalen Hurts and what Stefan Diggs did to Josh Allen. So like just a guy who can elevate Fields' game, and, and I think like I would say more Bears fans are optimistic about Fields than not, but there's still a little bit of like you got to prove it, and this is year three, and so there's like a lot on riding on Fields being good this year because if he's not, then it's like all right, do we have to start over again and and look for a new quarterback? And and for people that aren't really aware of like the Bears' quarterback history, the the record holder for the Bears in almost every passing category is a guy named Sid Luckman played in like the 40s and 50s i kid you not like before 
the forward pass was really even like accepted in the NFL, that was that was the quarterback that is still the record holder for the Bears. Or it's Jay Cutler, who's more associated with memes of him smoking than actually playing good <laughs> football. So yeah, it's it's a joke. And then the Packers, obviously our biggest rival, have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and who knows because they're the Packers that they'll probably have Jordan Love be good too. So it's uh, it's frustrating as Bears fans to know again you're living off the past. The '85 Bears are like still the glorified team in the city. And I work with Jared Payton, Walter Payton's son. He's, he's been my co-anchor for eight years now. Great guy. And, and wherever he goes, people ask him about his dad and, and that 85 Bears team, which is great. But again, this is 2023. So we, we want a team that we can talk about this in the present. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Um, There's just yeah. Chicago sports fix. <laughs> but, but to segue, I, I do want to um, tell AJ, if there was a, just, in theory, if there were a show about a two brothers, one who's a comedy writer trying to get his brother fired while the brother's trying not to get fired, I would watch that show. I'm just going to point that out really quickly. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for the strike to end and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. I love it. Um, they've been very generous with their time. James, do you have any questions before um, we let... Well, my, my one remaining question is... Um, I feel like uh, you're not the only news anchor who I've seen work. I think you should leave into their broadcasts. I feel like I've seen maybe half a dozen, uh, maybe maybe not half a dozen, but definitely like a few clips floating around. And there are way more than that, uh, like people who are either sports anchors or or like news anchors for varying sizes of local tv channels so i'm just wondering like is there uh you guys have like a little um group chat or anything of, <laughs> of people in the business who are into this or, or is it just like a coincidence that you know people who um, happen to gravitate I, to, I, to the I show don't are on camera. have like a, <laughs> a, a, a telegram is that the web the te- telegram is that like the weird uh <laughs> yes. yeah, i don't have that with um these people but i mean to your point this is a show that's been four years running now and i think it's just like it's in that little sector of like pop culture that has these devoted fans that like it's it's such a cult following that it makes sense people in my business would would like it and and probably use it in sportscast i've never seen to be honest the the other people that have done it i'm sure they did a great job I would hope that I, I try to refer to more references than they did and made it a little better, but who knows? I'll have to watch and, uh, and see, but um, no, more than happy to see if anyone wants to take this challenge. If there's other sportscasters watching, let's, let's see uh, you pack in 30 references. I'm, I'm more than happy to, <laughs> to go toe to toe. And, um, Dial and, it up. and, if, and if, if viewers of your show or excuse me, uh, listeners of your show um, have any other, other ideas for, you know, theme sportscast to throw out at us. Uh, AJ and I will get to work. We, we love Nathan for you and, um, you know, his humor. And, and that could be something that we tackle or there's another new show that we need to get on and then watch. Uh, please uh, let us know. And I'm sure, you know, you guys, Kevin and James, can, can follow up with us and see what the, the next challenge could be. Yeah, yeah we, well, we respect the entire idea of your show and how it's I think you should leave base, but we'd like to <laughs> no. that's okay and just talk about a completely other show. <laughs> AJ, I know um, some people have referred to uh, Derek White of the Celtics as Maximum Derek, and I know that sort of ties in your uh, good place knowledge, so that could be somewhere to go. Okay, just throwing yeah. that out. 
maybe not the best. I don't know. It's not as catchphrase worthy as as some of these other shows. Gosh, um, didn't you do a Seinfeld one? I never did a Seinfeld one though, oh. but there there was um, I think. I think Adam Lefko, who's on like Turner Sports now and Bleacher Report, I think he did one like years ago and got viral from uh, from a Seinfeld reference one. Um, so, so yeah, again, I'm not at all original in putting references in a sports cast, but I thought doing the "I think you should leave" version would be uh, would be fun, and, and I think it turned out pretty well. And um, yeah, I think uh, you know AJ, we got to get to work on maybe a, a part two. Yeah, I, w- I would. I would say as a, a self-described connoisseur of, I think you should leave references. You, your, uh, your segment is definitely like the densest and most well, well done of any of the kind of you know, uh, on-air references that I've seen. So you can throw down the gauntlet. We'll see if anybody challenges that, and then you'll have to maybe make a rebuttal. Uh, around too. And by the way, James, if you host or co-host a podcast about, I think you should leave and you don't describe yourself as a <laughs> self-described connoisseur of the show. <laughs> I, I don't really know what you're doing. So no problem. I know I should watch Fair. season three. I should get around. All right. So we want to uh, thank WGN nines, Josh Friedman and AJ Friedman, future creator of um shirt brothers uh the show where one brother tries to get his brother fired um <laughs> from his broadcasting job um sincere thank you to b- you both um and please uh invite yourself on when you do part two please we'll yeah. do all right really appreciate it guys thanks again uh, and uh, our pleasure thank you both fun. that's a chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, at the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, You also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop. We wanted to let you guys know about um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, There is a baby of the year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably priced at $30. I know when I went 
um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks. I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Thank you.